Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It is your Cape Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our brand new friend, Lyle Ringold. We're here to break down The Watchmen issue one and two and a special seven page little issue that happened beforehand. Yes, sir, right there. And everything in between, Lyle. Before we dive into that, though, how are you, man? Welcome to the stream. I'm good. I'm tired. You know, <laughs> Just off work? Okay. I appreciate the hustle, too. Technically, I got up early. <laughs> <laughs> I went to work at, yeah, I went to work at, what was it, 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 a.m. Oh, my God, dude. Early. Yeah, I was supposed to get there until 2. <laughs> he, he, like, told that he's like, sorry, I got to keep him a geekly eye. just got to go. Uh, I get I got, it. I got an interview. You know, I got to go. <laughs> as long as I have the time to put in, so I still get paid for the whole day. I'm good. Ooh, you know? that's even better. So, hey, getting paid to, to chat about the book, what, what better way to start off? An awesome Thursday. So Lyle, what got you into creating comics? You know, what was your like your first steps into uh you know starting your journey? Oh uh, well well for comics, I've from the beginning I never wanted to create comics, by the way. Like that <laughs> <laughs> the comic process happened by accident. Like growing up, I growing up I liked, you know, superheroes, all that. Like I was a big fan, but I also I always wanted to make like films and TV shows. So like, I remember like I made my I made my first script probably in, like I think I it was a terrible script by the way. I made my first script in like sixth grade. I literally wrote it like in a notebook on a piece of paper. It was set in like the park down the street from my house. It was so terrible. It was supposed to be like Power Ranger type. It was like a Power Ranger type. Let's thing. go, dude. But it was just terrible. <laughs> I was like just writing it. I'm like, oh, Maddie, you got I'm we're over here planning. I'm like, I don't even have a camera. I'm like, I'm like, what? 11, 12? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, I'm just right. We're just being, you know, being silly, stupid kids. Just Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, like, that's funny that you got the, the bug yeah. that early, though, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I just always, like, I've always, like, filmed my brother, my older brother. He's always the one. He's the one that got me. I think, honestly, I don't know. I just feel like he's the one that got me into superheroes just because he was older. <laughs> I just feel like I was like, he probably showed me a superhero film. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And like, then, oh, this is cool. Like, like <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure he introduced me to it because he's, like, now with him, he's, like, more of a bigger fan. Not that I'm not a big fan of Zero, mm -hmm. but, like, he'll, like, like, for instance like a tv show he'll research it the information and then explain everything me i'll just watch it he'll research everything so he got into like the depths of it yeah he'll get in, he'll get in deep so and he also like now he also started his own youtube page so now he does like reviews and stuff for like tv shows and whatnot but but yeah that's how i got started into writing i always wanted to do film or tv so then from sixth grade, fast forward a little bit, I'm in 12th grade. Mm -hmm. By the time 12th grade came, they were like, oh, college, what a college. I don't want to go to college. Like my whole, <laughs> <laughs> my whole career path from sixth grade and up changed. It like, it, it, I went off course. So I was mm -hmm. like, I'm I was like, I'm going to go straight to the military, basically. I was like, I don't want to go to school. I was like, I'm going to the military after, after uh, high school. So they were like, my parents were like, no, try college. I was like, I guess I'll try college. Mm -hmm. But I only applied to two. And one was, uh, Colum uh, it's called Columbia in Chicago. You know, it's like, a, um, it's the arts college, whatever. You know, like they do like media college, you know, mm -hmm. the Columbia, Chicago. And then the other one was SIUC, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, Illinois. So I had those two choices. People would think that I chose Columbia. But I didn't, cause my, since I lived so close to the city, my parents wouldn't let me move out. So I chose the school that was five hours away, cause I didn't want to stay at home at the time. They wouldn't. Let I me love the loophole, apartment. man. I love the yeah. loophole. You're like, you, you know what? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I was like. So it was basically like either go with my dream career or do whatever else. So obviously, I chose the party school. Did the party school. Things didn't turn out correctly. <laughs> Dropped out of that school. <laughs> Went to the military. <laughs> so then during the military, I was getting ready to go. So fast forward a couple more years, that was like, in. so I went to college, what, 2013. 
Did they, uh, did you have to go to, uh, Alaska? Is it Alaska for the Air, yeah, went, Air Force? Yeah, I went, yeah, I was, I was stationed at a base in Alaska. In 2018, we went on, a, it was like a TDY type trip to Alaska. You were far from the family then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> That's way far farther than five hours. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was real far. So, we're in Alaska. No, it was like, actually, this was like, right, so right, it was like during the time that I was packing for Alaska, though. Mm -hmm. So, this is where the comics kicked back in so it was like during the time i was packing for alaska i have a friend named david kirk he's a good friend now david kirkman uh he makes films and his social media is like david kirkman films so he makes films and he was doing like short films uh i'm sure you probably know static you know static shock yeah yeah so yeah he was doing a short film about uh static shock and i'm like oh me and my brother loves static shock growing up like we always watched the show you know little like teenage zero mm -hmm. electricity dope power so i always liked it. so i'm looking at the trailer i'm like man i'm like he's doing what i wanted to do like he's making films so i got a little jealous i was like i'm out here doing nothing just in the military I'm like he over here making films so i hit him up and then he was just telling me about the process and then I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, so how much does it, would it cost, you know, <laughs> to make a film? He told me the cost to work with him. He was like, oh, it'll be, it'll be around like $5,000. I'm like, yep, don't got that. So. <laughs> you take IOUs, I'm like. like <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, well, I ain't got that. I'm like, so I still, so basically it was like, I still can't make a film. Like that's mm -hmm. literally all I ever wanted to do is like make either a film or like, you know, like a little short film to be like a little pilot just to get my work out there so from that point on then i just at that point though like he got me inspired from like watching that trailer and everything so i started creating again and then i was like just thinking of like different like characters like the watchman wasn't even my first character i created that's the crazy part people think that the watchman is the first one that i came up with <laughs> he's like the last one i came up with the first <laughs> one was like First one, I still have the character. I just haven't done nothing with him, but it was supposed to be like Aeromancer. So I was like, I'm over here trying to work on that. I got the character drawn out. But the way that I made the character, because I was going to write a, you know, I was going to write a film or TV script for it. Mm -hmm. But when I got the character design, obviously it came out as, you know, a cartoon, you know, art. So I'm just looking at it and then people are like, oh, you should make like an animated film. I'm like, nah, I'm not really into animated films. Like I want to make like a live action film. <laughs> but the character was obviously animated. So I'm just sitting there like, how can I find a cheaper way than $5,000 to get my work out there? And then I was like, ding, ding. I got all these comics. I'm just looking at them. So I'm in Alaska at this point. <laughs> now I'm in Alaska sitting in the hotel room in Alaska. I'm just mm -hmm. scrolling through social media. And then I see, I see like, randomly, they just, you know how, you know, social media spies on you. So when you talk about stuff or you Google stuff, they mm -hmm. just all start popping up randomly. So like these different like comics just kept popping up and like different like indie creators. I'm like, well, how did they make comics? I'm like, I don't know how to make a comic. I'm like, I can write the script, but I can't physically make the comic. So I'm like, just looking, I'm like, oh, comic production companies. Uh, how do you make your own comic? I'm just Googling stuff get on Twitter I see a couple you know I see a couple independent companies it was one big one they're from I know they're from over there in Africa the big one like unique studios or something like that so they were like doing good so I was like oh their books was like looking good you know and they were offering to help people produce you know produce their comic scripts but their price was way too high for me I'm like oh. <laughs> I'm like I can't get in I'm like like I can't do it because their price is way too high Mm -hmm. So then I'm just scrolling again. I'm like, all right, I'll just keep brainstorming. So I'm still making other characters though. As I'm like brainstorming how to do this, like I still have no script. I'm just throwing up, tossing out characters that's stuck in my head. I'm just like, oh, create this one, that one. Still, the Watchmen isn't created yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is this is 2018 and 2019 at this point. The Watchmen still isn't created yet. So I'm just still creating characters. Then I get on Instagram. I go up, I see as you know concrete comics so i'm like i'm like okay what's that i click it i liked the th at the time they only had three characters at the yeah they only had three characters at the time so like three comics so i'm just looking i'm like oh this is dope so i hit them up now first the owner lonzo they were being a little stingy like they weren't responding back so i'm like 
<laughs> like, I guess you're bougie. It's cool. Don't don't respond to me. But then they responded, and I was like, Do you guys help? What was a, that initial re response like? What was it about? Like, did did they uh, finally like respond to an email or like was it a social yeah, it was media email. post? It was, like, or? it was like taking them so long to respond to the email. So like, I got gotcha. I'm like, I know you get an email. You see the email. I'm like, I see all my emails. I'm like, why is it taking y'all so long to respond? So I finally got the email back. And I was like, yeah, uh, we help create comics. And I was like, okay. I'm like, finally, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, took y'all this long to respond. I'm like, so how much? I just jumped straight into it. They're like, how big is your script? I was like, hmm? They're like, your script? I'm like, oh, I ain't had no script yet or nothing. <laughs> So I didn't have it because, you know, they go by a certain number of pages. Like when you're yeah. doing pricing, you got to go by a certain number of pages in your script. And then you got to add in how much it's going to cost the artist to draw the pages. Then the colorist, mm -hmm. the editor to edit the page. I'm like, so oh. how did it feel like trying to hit these guys up for so long? And then when they finally respond, they ask for something that you're like, oh, <laughs> sh you know, I don't have that. So like it was there. I was like, it's like. So it's like I was defeated. Then I got back up. <laughs> and I like went back down to defeat. I'm like, what's the hero's on? journey, right? Like in yeah, actual physical like, form. It's a roller coaster. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't got nothing. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, so they were just telling me like the price. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Let me get back to y'all. <laughs> so, because at this point, I'm like, okay, now I got to just raise the money until I'm ready. And then I was like, first of all, I got to get the money. Then I'm like, I got to get the script. So with the character, so from that process, he was like, from that process, me and him didn't talk for a good, like, we didn't talk for a good few months. <laughs> and that was in, that one was in 2019. It was like October 20. It was like around, yeah, I think it was like around October 2019. Dude, that was like right before the start of COVID too. Yeah, that's why I'm getting into this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so it was like around 2019, October. So then, you know, like COVID really came, got bigger in the US in like January, 2020, around that time. Like they talked about it at the end of 2019, but then it got really got big and I'm getting to 2020. Mm -hmm. So I go on a cruise, you know, with my friend, we go on a cruise, we just on a cruise. I get back from the cruise, then bam, COVID, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what like, a rude awakening like having the time yeah. of your life you're like dude everything's cool and then like you get back to the states like no like we're all like yeah, it's, it's like, seriously horrible over here it's like we're dying i'm like oh. <laughs> look, before i went on the trip it was like december so around december 2019 i had got sick real bad and i'm thinking i'm like see i don't get sick like that i'm literally throwing up everything i'm like struggling to walk i'm like what is this i'm like is this the flu i'm dying so mm -hmm. i'm thinking nothing of it i'm like that's not covid but i'm really suffering and i and it went on probably for like three four weeks so then i get over it i go on my trip so i'm thinking i'm like oh it was just the flu i come back they're like covid i'm like did i have covid <laughs> did i start this wave <laughs> yeah i'm like did i have this? i'm like i brought that to illinois i guess <laughs> so I'm like, I was, cause I was like, I'm like, maybe I had a little bit of COVID in me a little bit. I'm like, I survived though, and I was just drinking orange juice and eating ramen noodles. See, that was the cure right there, orange juice and ramen noodles. That helped me out. Man, I remember uh, it was. It had to have been late December. I got so sick. See, uh, that <laughs> I pa I passed out on my bathroom floor. Like, dude, my significant other was like really concerned. Like, cause like, like she just comes in and I'm just like zonked out on the floor because like I was afraid that I was, you know, like gonna miss, you know, like yeah, I was getting sick too. And um, dude, I remember it was before COVID, and then like, like since then I never had it ever again. And I, I exactly. always think like, like was that it? Like that's what I was like, I was like, I think I had it once, and I randomly <laughs> did. We become like, super soldiers? <laughs> exactly. So from there, like I came back from the trip. It's 2020 now. Came back. We took the trip in the beginning of 2020. It was like Super Bowl weekend, basically. It was like a Super Bowl cruise. That's what we were on. We come back. Still haven't talked to this guy now. <laughs> still haven't talked to them again. So I go to work. I'm still on base and everything. But then I get put on COVID duty. I get put on COVID duty for um, the military. So then I'm on stateside duty. So I'm back. I'm in Illinois. We stage. We're state. We're um. 
literally down the street from my my house, like my parents' house. Now I was at my apartment, but now I get put by my parents' house. Now we have to do like COVID. You know how the military was doing like COVID tests for people and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was doing. They so were not kind. Me. You guys were not kind to me over yeah, here in Ohio. <laughs> these people are sick. Like I'm touching y'all. Y'all acting up in the car. I'm like, bro, like just put it. Dude, in I there. remember the one time <laughs> I had, I had it. Just it was like I wasn't even sick, but I had someone in my workplace who uh, had a father who who was sick. So it was like, I was around someone who who got sick. So out of respect for him, I was like, I'm gonna go get tested because like, I don't wanna be the guy that gets sick and then you get sick and then your dad dies and that's on me. Like, I'm good. I don't wanna take that with me. Uh, And I remember in National Guard, they fucking crammed my head back took it and just like and, I, and i'm like i'm like like uh like are you sure you're not in too deep like my brain's hurting right now we're not deep enough at this point <laughs> didn't even spit on it man i was like ah because the thing is like we we didn't want to be there like, you're just taking put, it out on because <laughs> y'all putting us in harm's way it's like why, yeah. why i'm not a doctor why is this my job no, dude, I was, uh, I worked phones, uh, before, uh, during that time. So, like, I felt it. Like, phones, like, AT&T, like, they didn't get shut down because they were considered, um, it was, uh, what, what, what was that? Like, a national, like, uh, lifeline. Like, if your phones yeah. go down, you can't get a hold of anyone. So, that was, like, our loophole. And we would have people come in all the time. And I remember the way AT&T did it, they would make us, uh, right, like, right during the first wave when it was the worst. Like, we had a circle of chairs from the door. Like, and they couldn't pass the chairs. So, like, we would have the whole store, like, blocked off. And there's just literally, like, a, a six-foot, like, radius, half circle by the door. Where all these customers would come in. And then one of us would have to go and disinfect that circle, like, every half hour. And it was, like, a death circle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I would have yeah. my kids at the store. They'd be face-diving into it. I'm like, oh, my God, don't be doing that. Like... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you know that COVID, that COVID era, the beginning era, I should say, was wild. So, and then that's when the comic kicked in. So it's 2020. It's the summer though, because that's when we all got put on it. It was like the summer. So it was like July. I'm sitting in a hotel room. I'm like, I'm bored. We can't leave the hotel. So what I started doing, I started writing. <laughs> so that was when I first started writing my script. Now, I didn't know how to write a comic script. I know how to write like a movie script. I did mm-hmm. not know how to format a comic script. So I got uh, this program called Celtics. It's like Celtics or something. But C-E-L-T-X. I call it Celtics. <laughs> Celtics program. And it had a comic. Uh, it had a comic template. So when you start typing everything, it just formats it like, you know, panel one. Oh, that's cool. It formats it for you. So you just could enter and then you put the uh, character, you put the character name, you put dialogue. So I'm just writing, I'm just writing. And that's when, and now finally, like five, 20, five characters later, I skipped all the other ones and I'm just writing a whole new one to watch me. I'm like, huh, just writing the Watchmen. And then I get them drawn. I look at the drawing, I'm like, yeah, this is the one. I don't know, it's just like a bell because I always like street characters, like street vigilante type characters. And I also like Captain America, my favorite Marvel character. So I'm like, hmm, puts two and two you together. Know, so I was going to say, I was feeling like almost like Nightwing vibes. That's what I'm saying. So my favorite hero growing up, obviously, is Robin Nightwing. The original one, obviously, mm-hmm. Grayson. I literally, like, me and my brother would be in, like, the living room. I would I have a broomstick pretending it's a... <laughs> I would literally be spinning that. Thing. I love it, dude. I, I just be spinning. And I'm like, I'm robbing. I remember when I was younger, like thinking I had the cape and everything, a little black robin. I was just over there, just swinging it. So I was like, I had Nightwing on my head, I had Captain America on my head, but it wasn't this thing. People do be like, oh, Nightwing, and I'm just like, oh, no. It's like Nightwing plus Daredevil mm-hmm. plus a little Wolverine. <laughs> Because I was a big X-Men fan. Then I was like, plus Captain America. It's like four of them. Mm-hmm. Mashed into one. Yeah, so, I haven't had a chance to read. Uh, yeah. So I was just kind of going off of uh, the one cover in particular. It looked like I a little nod to it. Going off the look. <laughs> yeah, I can, it's like... It's like, eh. I can kind of see why people keep saying it at first, but then I'm like, I don't see it. It's like other people are seeing it, really. I'm like, what? Because we have two staffs? 
I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, to me, the uniform is different. They're like, oh, the W. I'm like, well, it's not winged. It's literally a W. I'm like, I didn't have an insignia drawn. I'm like, you know, I didn't. I didn't even look at the W as the Nightwing logo. Uh, to be well, honest, they definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even I'm recognize like, it like, like that. It's a w, I'm like his name. Is, I'm like his name is Watson. Like it's W. Like it's mm-hmm. not even wings. It's not a bird. Like it's, I had nothing else to put there. I didn't want it bare chested, you know. <laughs> so I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay. you're not supposed to, right? You gotta have a little something there. Exactly. So I'm when I'm getting it created, I'm like to me it looked cool. To me it looked fine. It looked original. Oh, I then, think the design's badass, honestly. Yeah. So I thank you because I I posted the first bitch. I posted the first picture. I got love on the first picture. Uh, so then I did the script. I emailed them back, concrete. I emailed them back. They're like, oh, so you're ready? I'm like, yeah. I got <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so that's from literally like 2018 to 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I got it. Because I like, sent me the script. Sent him the script. Love the script. I'm like, of course. I wrote it. Who's not gonna love what I write? You know, mm-hmm. that's my in my head. I do everything. In my head, I do everything the best. So I'm like, you have to though, right? I'm like, I'm the best. So I was like, because I love the script. Now the original script was only like ten pages. Me thinking that was fine enough. I'm like, it's a comic was supposed to be thirty. I'm like, it's ten pages. So they're editing it. We're doing the first one. Then he comes back. He's like, so this is like later in 2020. This is like now. October around October 2020 so they're doing the script uh we're getting it drawn out they're like oh we should make it longer since this is really just issue one I'm like hmm I already I got 10 I got a 10 11 pages for you right there like that's not enough like nah usually issue one is like uh, like close to 20 pages so literally in a night I wrote the rest of the book in one night I just typed got there we got like 11 or 12 more pages so the first one was like i guess comics don't have page numbers never really noticed that but the first one was like <laughs> he's like, like note the cell for issue three yeah. let's get some page <laughs> it was like 21 yeah it was like it was like 21 pages so i got 21 he was like he was like oh you wrote that quick i was like yeah He's like, so did you rush? I'm like, I don't think it's rushing. That's just me. Like, that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, people think that I, when, when I'm writing, people think that I'm writing for like days and months. I can let, I'll sit down and write one issue in one night and it'll turn out great. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part. That's just because like- Is I it said, the working under pressure? This, I've been wanting to do this all my life. <laughs> yeah, but is it the like working under pressure that kind of helps? I know like for me, uh, like- if I have all day to do something, I won't. But like, like thirty right. minutes before I go to work, I can produce some of the best stuff I can do all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's that. But it's like, it's like probably like pressure. But then it's like I'm to me, I'm not really pressure. It's like mm-hmm. probably in my head, it's like, oh, you got to get to them. But to me, it's like, nah, I'm just writing. I just write like that because technically, I'm a procrastinator, so I'll do something last minute when I'm like, oh, he's gonna start drawing this day so you need to script. i'm like okay let me write it now and then i hand it to the hard and i'm like there you go <laughs> like you got uh, you got on the day that i said you was gonna get it even though it took me till the night before to write the whole script. so l- let me ask you how did it feel when you originally presented this uh they shot you down uh wanted a script and then you get the script you get the character design they're like well we need more we need more pages from you how did that feel like finally getting like knocked down back up knocked down back yeah. up and then like they're, they want it's like i thought i was finally here so when i get so when i gave him the first one the little 11 page or whatever i'm thinking the dude's gonna be like this i don't like it so i'm like okay whatever i'm thinking i'll see in my head i'm thinking it's great but i'm also like when i start putting stuff out i'm like people ain't gonna like this so I'm like, they're gonna not like it. So he came back, he was like, I like it. So I was like, cool. So we started, like, gave me contracts and everything, mm-hmm. signing stuff. I'm like, bet, let's get this thing going. Then it's like, oh, we need more. I'm like, okay. I, I didn't feel no way towards that part. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. cool. So I gave them more. Then they're like, oh man, this is great. I'm like, of course, it's still written by me. It's great. Like, what do you expect? I, I want to put out great, you know, I expect to put out great content. So that's what I'm always doing. Mm-hmm. I just have like 30,000 stories in my head that I have to sort out. That's the problem. Like my head is just crazy. Like I would literally be anywhere 
I'll look at something and get a thought and then I literally go into my phone under notes and write it in there. That's just how my brain literally works. Like, no, that just, is so awesome. It's literally just creative. Like I'll I'll be at work. I'll just be thinking, I'll be looking at a rat scanning stuff and I'm like, oh going in my notes like mm-hmm. create a story that's the crazy part I would literally go on a like go into the bathroom at work for like an hour and just write something that's the crazy part like, what's he doing in there is he, is he, is he sick or something <laughs> yeah they, I, I just got like, yeah my stomach hurts <laughs> then I start writing so yeah so I gave them a the rest they are like it's great so now I'm thinking I'm like okay cool it's great I don't need no editor y'all tell me it's great right don't edit my stuff so then they get to editing it and that's one thing i hate editing. i don't have nothing against my editor okay mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's I like getting those I, notes back right like yeah. what you did wrong it's like i thought this was perfect because then they'll say he said this so he said no shade to daniel shout out to daniel for great editing i just don't feel like i need my stuff edited because if i write it i'm like that's how i want it because i wrote it that way mm-hmm. so in there. you can edit punctuation but when you start trying to change the dialogue and story, that's why I got a problem. Like, all right, relax. So it's like he had, he was like, honestly, he was like, it's great. I just have a couple of suggestions. So he's going into the suggestions. Like he'll tell me, oh, I think this, this, and this should be here instead of this. And then I'm like, um, kind of like, he's like, well, it is your story. So it's up to you. And I'm like, okay, we'll keep it then. So we'll keep it. I'm like, I'm not. Don't tell me it's up to me because then we're really not changing it. You might yeah, yeah. So if you want it, then, but if you tell me, I'm like, okay, then we'll keep it. Like, punctuation, y'all can edit that all day, but the actual dialogue. Yeah, I know for me, like, when I'm like working on stuff and it has to get edited, uh, and I, I'll like, I'll, I'll put my blood, sweat, and tears into it, and then I come exactly. back and there's like a 14 like edits, and I'm like, oh my god, when does it end? And then, like, you think it's perfect, and then a week later, you get another pass on it. It's like, okay, well, you need to yeah. fix this still, and it's like, I'm trying. Yeah, but, but I feel like whatever I write down, that's how I want it. I'm like, if they hate it, they hate it. They love it, they love it. So, we were, I mean, we were talking about issue one, but where, where did that little uh, seven issue come into play? <laughs> this is the crazy how my mind works. It's <laughs> so, we did issue one. So, we got issue one going. Issue one's being drawn out. I think issue one was finished by this time. I want it. Yeah, so issue one, so basically issue one's done. So then, you, as you'll notice, at the end of issue one, you'll have meanwhile, and then that's where my surprise page comes in. That everybody, oh, break my own comment. That everybody went crazy over was the, okay, was the surprise. It was this page right here. That this character, this new random character that randomly popped up. Mm-hmm. So everyone went crazy. Everyone went crazy for that one. So like I said, like stuff just pops in my head. That random page, I was like, huh. Like, I want to add a page. So I added that page. So issue one was done. And then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, so when does it come out? We're like, oh, we have to plan the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter's gonna drop on such and such date. So I was like, I was like, hmm. I was like, well, that's a that's a while. It was like it was like a month or like the book was done, but it was like wasn't dropping for a little minute. So I'm like, I want to get, we, we, we brainstormed, we was talking on one of our, we always have meetings like every week. And then we were like, oh, we want to get people more hyped about the book coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so they were telling me about like, they do like mini issues and everything. And I was like, oh, cool. And like the mini issues be free. So I was like, I'll do a mini issue. He was like, yeah, just do like a five, like a five. He, was, he told me, he was like, you could literally just do like a two, three page. I was like, interesting. but me, I don't know. I just, if I start writing, I keep going. Mm-hmm. I can control myself to stop. So I ended up stopping at like eight, nine. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's done. And like, this has nothing. This one has really nothing to do with the story. It's just like a side story, really. Yeah, yeah. So it was really like introducing the character, like in the beginning, like shows a couple like, it like hints at his abilities and again like what can he do and everything and then he really just going to break up a couple bad guys robbing a place then it ends but we put that out we put this out before the kickstarter dropped and it was like in the beginning it was in the beginning of 2021 we put that out for free 
everybody were downloading it. They loved it. So they were like, oh, when does this one come out? So, you know, we built the hype. Yeah, so, no, that's actually pretty genius. Yeah, so that's where that that's where that one came from like it wasn't ever planned i literally just wrote that on a whim and the crazy part about that is that many issue that i just randomly wrote up in a literally like an hour <laughs> it won me an award oh dude it's like let's uh, go it's a glyph comic award i forgot what the whole glyph stood for but it's in the independent in indie comic community and they like do they like do awards every year on different like a whole they're like you have like a whole bunch of submissions for your independent books mm -hmm. a lot of people submit to it so they were like oh we should they're like they have a um section because this was the only book i had out at the time when that um contest was going on so they were like oh you should submit it. i was like i'm probably not gonna win none i'm like it's my first one it's a mini issue i was like i ain't gonna win none but i submitted it anyways Time goes on. I we hear nothing about it. Time goes on. I don't think we found out till the end of the yeah, like the end of the year. Then mm -hmm. fine. I forgot about it. That's the great part. I forgot that I even submitted it. Then I got a random email, a random tag on Facebook, like congratulations to the winner of the mini issue glyph war. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I wonder. Dude, I'm like, Dude, yeah. After that, it was like, yeah, it was like best mini comic. I was like. That's uh, cool. Like, like I, I already knew it was. Like two <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I can literally write something like two minutes and I still get an award for it. So I just feel like that's just my process. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, so that's where my the whole comic began and to where we are now. That's how the comic journey started. You know, I think right now, let's go ahead and pull up issue one and go through it together. You know, kind of break some of this down. Uh, so before we dive into issue one, give us a little bit of a recap of uh, what Watchmen is about. Yeah, if I remember. Uh, no. <laughs> so basically, the Watchmen is about, okay, so you have the Watchmen, which is Tevin Fields, okay? So Tevin Fields, he's a military vet, so... You won't notice that from Jump because it doesn't start off that way. It starts off from him fighting. But he's a military veteran who just got home from finishing up his enlistment. And the way I got him is the way he came about being a military vet is it's this project. It's like when I write, I pull stuff from my life. Mm -hmm. So people were thinking that this was me. I'm like, no, that ain't me. <laughs> I just pulled that aspect from my life because I was like, I think it'll be good. <laughs> I write what I know about. I like to write about. I don't really like to just make everything like you know fake. I don't so, do. You got some experience with a broomstick, so who who knows? That, Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like added him in. I was like, okay, military vet. So he comes home, finds out that his dad has been murdered, basically. And is this a part? Is this part in the comic? It's in the comic. Yeah. Okay, I'm. You'll, I'm you'll see it. Yeah. So basically, so like from this point, this is him like. You know, it's just the beginning, like showing him a little, like, oh, the Watchman is here. You know, he in the city. Basically, here he's like going through his story. Mm -hmm. That's why it's more captions and dialogue, because he's really like going through his story and everything. He uh meets up with these guys that were basically trying to take advantage of a girl. Then he beats them all up <laughs> very badly. So what type of but armor it, does does he have? Because it looks like it's it's pretty strong. It can def, uh, deflect uh, knife blows. So technically, you would think that that's armor. I'm not going to lie. That's just how the artist drew it. I don't know why he drew it that way. I'm not going <laughs> to I don't know why the man drew it that way. I'm like, I got it. I'm like, he looks bulky. But at the point, I just wanted something done. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't care. I really never really paid attention to <laughs> that much i was just like it is what it is people liked it so i was like cool no to i me, think it looks awesome man to me it wasn't supposed to be armor but you know i just think when people say it, i'm like yeah so armor. what was it supposed to be then just a suit it was literally supposed to be a suit no armor whatsoever because <laughs> he's durable that's the thing mm -hmm. like, he's like i said makes them with captain america like he's durable so it wasn't gonna hurt him or not <laughs> But okay, it turns out yeah, he has a little padding on this. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay, it's durable. He got a little, um, what's that? Okay, he has Kef Teflar or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Tef- Teflars. Yeah, that's the suit. We're gonna go with that. That's that's the suit. <laughs> yeah, he looks oh. like he's pretty formidable to uh, uh, martial yeah, arts training. Was, yeah, which also comes. So yeah, he was trained at a young age. Plus, military, you know, hand-to-hand combat, various combat uh, strategies with them. So he knows a bunch. He knows a bunch of fighting uh, fighting techniques. Now, yeah, people... I love this fight sequence too with the chain, like the way uh, the artist was like drawing uh, it wrapping around the arms. Who was uh, your creative team on this? Uh, Leandro Manessis. Yeah, th- I, I love these fight sequences. This is, this is awesome. Yeah, I love how he like he really got it to the T of how like I literally wrote like everything like literally how I write comic book is probably literally different than how everyone else writes it. I write out every single thing. Like mm-hmm. everything that you see, I write. Like I literally wrote, like, "Oh, have the chain do this, this, this." Like, cause like even when he, um, when we finished, he was like, he was like, it was very easy to work with me because he said like my script was very detailed. Like he knew exactly what to do. Like very detailed. I was like, make him take the chain when this gets swung. He grabs it. He tosses the guy with the chain into that guy. Like I was like, oh, guy comes up with a knife. He swings the knife. The watchman, uh, the watchman blocks and grabs his arm and tosses him straight into a, a trash can. Like that's literally how I wrote it. <laughs> and then look, you see, like go back up a little. You see this scene right here. Did you know someone tried to steal that scene for their book? What this one? I promise you. Yes, they stole my stuff. I, uh, it was sent to me, and I'm like, they really stole my. Like they took, they didn't steal. They almost also took the suit. They like had it was like almost an identical suit. The guys were laying around the person and everything. It was like that same. It was like literally the same picture. I was like, you know what? I'll let y'all have it. I really didn't care that much. I'm like, thank you. Hey, they like, often say imitations are the most sincerest form of flattery, right? Yeah. Well, I was like, get your own, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you know, like everything was very detailed since this was around the time, you know, where like George Floyd, when I was writing, it was like around the time like George Floyd, all like the you know cops beating up on you know colored people, so. I kind of had to add a little, you know, had to. Like I said, I make it relative to what's going on today. Yeah, how yeah. Right. You know. I love how he did the chasing, you know, the hopping over rooftops. And I try to be a little comedic. I don't want everything too serious because I'm not even serious in real life. So I write how I am. I just love the sequence too of him like just like outrunning the cops and, and jumping roof to roof and they're like how the world did he do that so does he have uh super uh superhuman like abilities as well yes because he's enhanced so that's why people are confused at first they're like oh he's getting hit i'm like well as long as he doesn't pay it like if he's not focused he, you can tag him like he's not just sturdy all 24 7 of his whole time so he'll get mm-hmm. tagged a couple times it's just not gonna hurt like he could get hit. It just feel like a little love tap. <laughs> but yeah, like so yeah, he has like he has he has his abilities. You know, he's um basically it really was a serum, but he didn't take the serum. The serum was basically he was born with the serum. Okay. His dad took the serum. So is this why they call him uh Watchman 2.0 then? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because I was I was seeing this and uh, they were uh, calling another Watchman. So are there more than one? Like, or is it just him and his dad? His dad used to be the Watchman, but you know, I got you. His dad died, so he took up the mantle. He took up the mantle of the Watchman since his dad was murdered. That's not where he became. I love, dude. This art is gorgeous too. Holy crap, man! This is this is beautiful. I love my artists. Love my artists. <laughs> So here we get a, a little bit of a breakdown uh, to Tevin. So, um, kind of like his uh, his exposition of breaking down who who he was and uh, carrying that responsibility. So, give us a little bit of a breakdown of what's happening here. So here is here is when the story actually happens. The background, because people are like, oh, how does it start off? It starts off in the middle of issue one. Ironically, that's how I write. <laughs> I didn't care. I'm not gonna copy everybody else. I'm gonna write how I feel like I want it to go. 
So I put it in the middle of issue one, and I was like, okay. He sits up there, takes his mask off. He tells his story. So as you go to the next page, uh, he starts off basically like says, you can see his dad's up there. So that's his dad in his little hub. Uh, then you see in the next panel, that's his mom is pregnant. So he never met his parents. He was a foster kid. He gotcha. never were born. His dad didn't even know he got someone pregnant, really, at that point. But he found out later, after the child was born. He does find out later. After the Ooh, child. this seems like it has potential for, like, such a crazy arc, too. Is his dad, like, still around? Or his, his dad's dad, you said, right? Yep. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, what? Like, what if he has to fight his dad at some point? Like, that would be so crazy. Yeah, so you never know what's going to happen in this universe. As yeah. Before. Is that dead? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows what happens? Because, as you can see, so that he grows up, it shows how he got in trouble. Yeah, he was bullied in the foster mm -hmm. home. He, was, he grew up around the wrong crowd. It's a typical story that some people be like, oh, typical story about a black kid's on drugs. It's not really a typical story if he got out that life and made something of himself. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, he goes. People, everybody goes through their little phases. First of all, okay. So he goes through his little phases, gets in trouble with the cops a lot. You know, typical teenager trying to figure themselves out when they're dealt. You know, they're dealt a bad hand. Mm -hmm. It's like they just try to make the best out of that situation. So then, uh, this is where he meets his dad but still doesn't know yet that that is his dad so him and his friend, does his dad know that's him though yeah at this point his dad does know that's why he's watching him he wasn't just there to stop kids mm -hmm. i think come on now they're at a gas station stealing gas I, <laughs> not really crying to me <laughs> so, so yeah you know he taps me. he just really wants him you know that's how he told him to get lost you know he wants him to stay out of trouble so he's like trying to help him the best he can but it's now, crazy it's crazy that his dad inspired that like somehow i felt like he saw something in me so it's it's crazy that his dad yeah, inspired yeah. that without him realizing that was his dad exactly like that's how that's how i wanted and you see that suit that's how i wanted to watch the suit but it didn't turn out that way until yeah <laughs> so they go through that uh he starts taping him because he's like you know he's in awe of what he's seeing right now mm -hmm. The watchman was like basically the watchman was like oh he was really like back in the day so at this time the watchman wasn't that re relevant in the city so he was more like a myth like they were like oh we heard all these stories blah 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 but no one's ever really seeing him up that close mm -hmm. and now he has so and now like he wants to talk to the dude you know <laughs> And so he, he's like, he, I want to talk. Kid, I don't. You see a kid running on a rooftop. Like, come on now. What do you mm -hmm. think? That some kid's just going to randomly do that. But he doesn't even know. Like, but the serum that his dad took is in him. Because mm -hmm. it was put into his bloodstream, his bone marrow, everything, his whole being. So when he had a kid, that DNA transferred, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You so know, that's a really he, awesome. He, just, he thinks he's just, you know probably athletic no you got you got some, <laughs> got some special stuff in you you're not just athletic you're you know that's a pretty awesome way to to go about it too you know that's i guess like a road that's really not looked at with superheroes like the ability to pass on you know the super i never would have thought of like captain america having a kid exactly. and like that kid having that ability as well you know exactly see people don't put that together but oh no he would have to take the serum. no that's why y'all never saw tevin take the serum because mm -hmm. he already had it that's why I would never put that in there, him taking the serum. So, you know, this one, Tevin, he could have made that jump, but he just doesn't know. It's a nice little callback, too, to him jumping the, from the roof to roof to get away yep. from the cops. Like, it's a nice little uh, throwback to that, too. Yeah. I have to tie, I tie everything in together. So, and But, yeah, I really find, think this is interesting, too. Like, he thinks uh, he thinks he lost him, but then uh, his yep. dad comes out of nowhere in the shadows and... uh we, we get a nice little introduction of who, who he actually is. I think this is awesome, man. Holy crap. This is my first time seeing the comic. Yeah. And, like, already, like, after the interview, I'm like, man, I'm going to go back and I'm going to have to reread this. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. So, I was like, I really don't, like, 
you, people would be surprised about you really wrote this in that amount of, yeah that amount of time this is what comes out of my head <laughs> like I said it's just stories in my head like he's looking around somehow you really been watching that oh why do you care so much about me why are you doing this it's your dad man he cares he might not have known about you at first and he was protecting you by keeping you out of that life but mm-hmm. you over here acting up he ain't got no choice but to step in now <laughs> Now his mom, his mom is gone. She's never coming back. So yeah. <laughs> and then we get the, I mean, this is such a, this would be such a world changer, you know, being in the system, then going yeah. to uh, your own bedroom with a, a flat screen TV in exactly. it and everything. Exactly. Now he's like, oh, I'm gonna start acting right. So his, that's when his dad starts training him. He starts training him. He goes to the military. He goes through some stuff in the military, you know. Mm-hmm. So is he in, in, uh, in the Air Force in the military or what, what branch? Yes, the Air Force. See, my sister, she was in the Air Force too. That's why I knew about like Alaska and like some of the, some of the uniforms and stuff. Um, yeah, he's a he's basically what he is is TACP, you know, tactical air control part. Mm-hmm. He's combat portion of the Air Force. So this is when he comes home. Uh, he comes home, so you know. Uh, he's trying to figure everything out. Like his dad, his dad's supposed to be there to pick him up. And then bam, lying in a pool of his own blood. Yeah, this is this is pretty deep. I even like, liked how the phone had blood on it too, right yeah. here. Like you come home to that, like that's that'll hurt. <laughs> so how are you able to do this to uh, to someone with his abilities? Like what would cause this? Uh, due to that. Oh, the more basically with that serum, like his is di- so basically his is different than Tevin's because Tevin's Tevin's is so Tevin's serum is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Like if he works out, he gets even stronger. Okay. See, since his dad it was just injected, he ain't getting stronger. But like the more you get older, it'll wear out. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So- different than Captain America. I don't know yeah. if Captain America serum wears out. I but, think when he gets older, uh, it, it weakens. Yeah, so to me, like, his weakens, but the people that did it know he has the serum in him, so all their weapons are special. Like, they can hurt him. Which is why that can happen to his death. And then this brings us back to... They're not uh, the only two super people. But that's what I'm telling you. Oh, okay. All right. So there's going to be some others out there. And then this yeah. brings us to the the uh, present day of him looking over the city. Yeah. Look and then we get a, a nice little cliffhanger for issue number two. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, read what it says. And you tell me what you think about that. Read the, uh, the little last page and you tell me what you think about that. Of the uh, not this one, the new one, the other uh, uh, other guy that pops up. After uh, the- wait down here. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I would be led to believe this is the guy that killed him, right? Yeah, but what else would you think? Who is this guy? If you read read it, just read it, and then you tell me what you think. Because people are giving me theories. <laughs> um. So let's see. If I had to take a guess, I would say this would probably be like a a, a second son, like a second brother, like his brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tony had a kid, like another kid. Mm-hmm. It gets juicy. <laughs> and that would be my that would be my first guess, like without really like just going through it the first yeah. time with you like this and not really reading it. I would assume um you know and, and, and that's just because like he he seems like he's has super uh enhanced abilities with like the outline of the suit and, and the weapon too. You know what I mean? Yep. The prodigal son returns. <laughs> so this seems like it'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's when they get into issue two. Yeah, they tussle. <laughs> Never seen someone that could do what he can do besides his dad. So you know. I'm, I'm loving this universe too. All these people yeah. like th- this cast seems so insane. Like it literally like, and I like to brag about myself. Once I came on, it got bigger. Let's go. Yeah. It got bigger, and I feel like it's because of me. I'm not gonna lie; they got so much more of a following when I when the Watchmen came about. I'm just saying, and then more people kept signing, going. I'm like, yeah, this is because of me. I'm sorry. 
I was a four. I was like the no, I was like the fifth. Mm-hmm. It was the fourth already, but I was like the fifth one, I believe. It's when it started getting real, right? Yeah, people started, you know, joining in. Now they got like thirty people on the roster. Yeah, you know. So after diving into issue one, uh, and you have issue two out, how how big of a series are we looking at for the Watchmen? Like, how many issues do you have in you for you uh, with the series? So this, to me, this is so this is going to be an ongoing series. It's my flagship character, so I want to make this series a big series. Like, uh, so the first volume is going to be like five issues. It's gonna be the first five issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was four. It's gonna be the first five issues. <laughs> so it's gonna be the first five issues. What people will find out, I guess, they'll find out here first on your podcast first. Issue three is already in the works. Ooh, let's go. Now they just don't know when it's coming out, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's already in the works. So that they were just expecting issue two. They're probably expecting, oh, we're gonna have to wait another whole year to get to issue three no issue three is going to come sooner than you think so the issue three then four and five and then we're going to put a um put them all together and then we'll have volume one and then that's when we'll basically dive into part two Mm -hmm. volume two so the it's going to be 10 issues it's going to be in the first one basically the first arc is 10 issues dude let's go i mean when are you looking at cracking into any of those other characters you have like a whole catalog of characters that you created before the watchmen like are we gonna see any of those come to light too yes so yeah it's a big it's a couple other they're gonna come to light. you know i got my character arrow master that i'm really diving into so one of the characters that i did create i changed i basically since now like changed the direction of that story i'm gonna have like a um because I like mythology. So I'm going to have like a um, demigod drama type story coming out. That's called Bloodlines. Is that uh, with your first character you made? Yes. Okay. Because I, I read that when you said that name. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. That's awesome yeah, that you're reviving it. It's going to be him and his brother. They're demigods. They're basically living in the regular world. It's going to be navigating through the regular world. But then you know other gods come out because they don't like what's going on so that's so cool dude that yeah and there are two characters i literally based off me and my brother like Mm -hmm. his birthday in 2020 i turned him into it he like he likes his favorite character is a flash so he likes speedsters he always wanted to be a speedster so i turned him into a speedster so his demigod's ability is super speed with electricity arrow masters obviously weather mm-hmm. with and he still has electricity because of the powers well because of the abilities of their dad so it's all mashed into them but the thing that separates them is one blows wind and one is fast no that's cool man that and yeah. i think there's a lot you could do with that too especially like controlling the weather like that yeah it's basically like a mail storm you know but better mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So you have that that story that's gonna come out eventually. I'm gonna start teasing that soon. I already actually teased it on my brother's last birthday, so people kind of heard about it. Uh, within the Watchmen universe, we'll have multiple characters. Like the guy that showed up at the end, which is Vale, he's gonna have his own series, mm-hmm. his own anti-hero series. I will be diving into the father. He'll have a series, you know, showing how he came to be, you know, the original Watchmen. So he'll have his, like, his most likely is going to be like a mini. Like, his won't be ongoing. It'll be a mm-hmm. limited series with him. Honestly, it'll probably be a one-shot. He'll probably just have, like, either even one shot or he'll just have, like, one or three issues to wrap that one up. But Vale is going to be ongoing because gonna, they're going to separate and have their own two things going on. Uh, we'll have another character coming in, Trice, which is probably, Trice is probably my favorite in the Watchmen universe because I like teleportation. And oh. He, yeah, so he, that his story deals with that. You know, he likes to teleport. His story deals with that. So those are... And that'll those be an interesting person maps. to fight against too, right? Oh, yeah. You'll see them tussle a little bit because it's like the Watchmen would like train him. Mm-hmm. Cause he pops up 
He pops. He pops up in the universe too. No, that's so cool. Lyle, I appreciate you coming on here, breaking down the Watchmen, everything in between, and giving us the deep dive with issue one. This was an awesome sit down. Uh, whenever you do the Kickstarter for issue three, I'd love to get you back on and kind of deep dive uh, that as well. So that one might not be a kick. I hate Kickstarter. Okay, yeah. this probably <laughs> But when we do do the like pre-orders and promotions, I will mm -hmm. let you know about that one so that you can get that word so people can pre-order it yeah yeah absolutely because it's basically the same thing it's just that so kickstarter is basically a pre-ordering service but we're going to do the pre-ordering on just the concrete comic site instead because i'm tired of kickstarter they, yeah they yeah it irritated <laughs> me this time you know and then go the way i i planned it to go yeah well what happened was it just like the campaign itself or yeah to me yeah so like you know so like the first my first one the issue one that kickstarter went great I was fully funded in 45 minutes. Like I have the fastest funded book. It was 45 minutes. That was an accomplishment. They sent me a whole like sticker for it. Yeah, you got a project we love for it. Yeah, like it was done in 45 minutes. Like, I was fully funded 45 minutes and then it kept going up. This one, it like got stagnant in like day one. It was just irritating. It wasn't funded for like two, three hours. I was just like, huh. <laughs> you know, I was defeated once again. Yeah. Man, that's crazy and then the way it ended i was just like yeah i'm done with you kickstarter yeah <laughs> it just it wasn't giving the uh traction that it that my first one got really so hey and sometimes like just handling that yourself it could be a better experience in the end anyways right like moving outside of kickstarter and just running it yourself you know yeah Get so the little man out yeah so that's what we're doing with uh the rest of the issues going for we're basically going to have our own kickstarter no let's go that is so awesome I, I you know this like i said i'd love to get you on for that um man this is awesome i can't wait to when this ends to get back and, and read yeah. this a little bit more in depth uh because it seems like it's you know and i brought the the, the night uh wing uh earlier because that's like one of my favorite runs i've like read like almost every single issue that's come out tom taylor oh has yeah been just a bunch of straight killing it dude oh my god man uh and uh yeah, this looks like it's gonna be easily uh, another series that's gonna take that over because this looks this looks amazing man i, I love what you've done with and, this like with the uniform like that's why you'll notice from this issue and issue two his uniform is different because i got tired of people okay i got tired of people comparing i'm like all right they look totally different now but then i was still some people like oh just because of the, the weapon of choice i'm like bro it's a lot of people use sticks yeah yeah get over, get over. <laughs> but yeah i changed up the uniform but this uniform is one that i'm more proud of because i actually like this one better mm -hmm. than the original now the this uniform was changed already while issue one was being created but we had to wait because it's like i already started we already had pages made so i'm like mm -hmm. i'm not pages over <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I literally waited to add the suit in until issue two, but the ish, but the new suit was there in issue one. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't switch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. No worries Probably about that. They'll show them in issue two. Yeah. I think with this being said, it is a perfect time for us to wrap up. Before we end things completely, Lyle, I always love ending things strong with a question in particular because mm -hmm. as much as this is a podcast where we really focus on you and your book. Uh, there, you know, there might be someone new who's watching for the first time, really interested getting into comics themselves. So with that being said, for anyone that's just, you know, out there, they're wanting to get started, but they just are not able just to get motivated to go. What type of advice would you offer them just to help them push through that barrier? Well, like Nike says, just do it. <laughs> I promise you, you don't want to, you don't, don't be like me and say you're going to do it and then procrastinate because mm -hmm. it is. I would say it is harder the long, more the more you push it further down the road. It does get harder to even, you know, get the energy to do it. So just start writing, reach out to people who can help you create the book. Just do what I did. Just search like Google artists, go on Twitter, say, oh, who can help me create my book? They'll literally start blowing your DMs up. Like mm -hmm. go on Instagram, click just type in comic artists slide into their dms like if you need help drawing it or if you need writers there are people that actually write for you because someone offered me a job to write for them before so like people if you're just an artist and you want a comic book people will write for you if you're a writer you need an artist mm -hmm. there are people 
literally draw for you. Just make sure you do the right pricing. Make sure you like their quality of work and just do it. No, that is awesome. I think that's really what you need to do is just go for it, right? Uh, stop. Go stop. for it. Stop don't thinking it's going to be perfect toe. off the rip. Yeah, don't dip the toe and jump straight in. If you drown, you drown. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the only way to learn how to swim, right? Exactly. No, I, and I think with that being said, it is a perfect time for us to wrap up. It is a beautiful Thursday morning if you're out there and you're struggling getting started. Just get that pen, get that paper, and get to writing. Lyle, I hope you have an awesome day. Everyone else, I hope you have a beautiful Thursday. But most importantly, keep it geekly.